Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. From today's reading from the book of Isaiah, for Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her vindication shines out like the dawn, and her salvation like a burning torch. These are great words. These are victorious words. These are joyous words. They are words of prophecy foretelling the return of the Jews to the promised land after decades of captivity in the Babylonian Empire. And as these words came true, the, the Jews certainly had something to celebrate and they look forward to a new era of political peace and prosperity and, and a renewed relationship with their God. And the celebratory tone of these words are very appropriate today because at eight, uh, over in the Chapel of the Cross, we welcomed Michael Rowan Vaughan to the faith and to the chapel through the sacrament of baptism. I have very fond memories of marrying Rowan's parents over in that same chapel in an absolutely packed room on a Saturday night filled with jubilant guests. I'm very thankful that neither the fire marshal or Mr. Covid was in attendance that night. I am wistful, almost envious, as I remember such occasions. Forgive me for wallowing in dark thoughts just for a moment but I find myself overwhelmed and exhausted as we continue to endure, mitigate, and live through this pandemic. <laughs> I remember the words of a lesser prophet, Willie Nelson, who sang, but I'm tired, Lord, I'm tired. Life is wearing me smooth down to the bone. No rest for the weary, you just move on, and I'm tired. I also remember the words of a friend of mine, a priest in Southern Virginia, who said after Hurricane Katrina, I can think about it logically, but I cannot process it emotionally. I too wish I knew how to process, how to react, how to understand, and what to do amid this extended circumstance. We cannot despair, 
Despair is sinful, especially on the Lord's Day, especially when we are blessed with so much to celebrate today and every day. But the simple and obvious question remains, what do we do in response to the trials and tribulations of this life? How do we reply in thought, word, and deed? And if we cannot reply, how do we manage our exhaustion and our fears? I believe there are multiple responses. The first is to admit that we may never understand the difficult aspects of this life. The great question, why do bad things happen, will not be answered today. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Even the great preacher Billy Graham, preaching after September 11th, said, I have been asked hundreds of times in my life why God allows tragedy and suffering. I have to confess that I really do not know the answer totally, even to my own satisfaction. Though we don't know why, and we won't know why until we reach our resting place with Christ. But until then, we can rest in the knowledge that we do not know and cannot know. And that is frustrating, to say the least. But the first step towards dealing with that frustration is an awareness of our psychological and spiritual limitations. Second, we can know, and we do know, that in tragedy, whether, whether it's personal tragedy or global tragedy, that God is with us. In this season of Epiphany, in this season of Emmanuel, in this season of God with us, God is with us. God carries us in this time, weeps when we weep, screams when we scream, and sighs when we sigh. Our struggle, thanks to the miracle of the incarnation of Jesus Christ, is God's struggle. And we are not alone. And for a third response to our struggles, I turn to today's gospel from the second chapter of John. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. And when the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And we know the rest of the story. But what I find fascinating about this piece of Jesus' life and ministry is the interaction between Jesus and his mother. Jesus says, in what seems very rude, what concern is that to you and to me? What is that all about? If I had ever spoken to my mother that way, I don't want to think about it. But then, Mary, instead of confronting Jesus about his rude and disrespectful remark, she says to the attendants, do whatever he tells you. Mary has the confidence in Jesus that he will do something in his own way. And we too, as followers of this same Jesus, we are called to have confidence that our God will do something. 
In the face of our broken world, we are called to pray, we are called to remember God's presence, and to bear witness to the Holy Spirit moving in the world, and to be confident. Excuse me, something's stuck in my throat this morning. And to be confident that God's got this. Listen again to the words of the prophet Isaiah we read this morning. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest. Her vindication shines out like the dawn, and her salvation is like a burning torch. These words are calling on God to bless, to work, and to move in our world. And if we lay our burdens at the feet of God, God will respond. Though we don't know, a humble, vulnerable, and uncommon confession in this day and age when knowledge and information are currency, God is with us. The best gift of Christmas and the revelation of Epiphany is that God is here for the whole world. And finally, we can call on God, and God will respond. Sometimes God does not respond in the manner or time frame we desire, but our God acts, and we must look for how God is moving. Today is a great day of celebration. For for Rowan, but also for all of us. Because we have a God who saves us. Our fears and our exhaustion are washed away in the waters of baptism. They are nailed to the cross, and they are made right in the life of Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.